Good evening, you guys. It's currently 2.22, and this is another episode of Black Girl Overthinking with your favorite host, Ray. Um, Today is actually a solo episode because Asia has some things going on, so she's not able to join us today, but she will be in next week's episode. And you guys, next week's episode will be a visual So I did want to remind you guys that we do have the YouTube channel already up. So go subscribe to that if you haven't already so that you can catch these visuals for season two. But um, it's currently 2.22. It's Wednesday um, the 29th. You guys will be getting this episode in a little bit. But guys, it's been a really... um, Especially thought-provoking and insightful week to say the least and just like any week a lot of things have been going on and I just want to catch y'all up real quick a couple things that we have on the agenda today I think the first thing I want to discuss is um this woman was charged with murder um after shooting her husband on Facebook live I don't know if some of you guys seen that that happened earlier this week I want to say like Monday or so and it was really sad I didn't watch the live because I myself can't handle something like as traumatic as that um I can't handle that and you know we've talked about this plenty of times how it's become normalized to watch people die on online whether that be live or people posting a video because they decided to whip their phone out and record it this is one of those instances um this woman decided to shoot her man um on facebook live in front of their kids and she took his life um she in prison right now i hope they need to bury her under the jail but i don't know if y'all can't tell that really disturbed me but you know following along right after that also this week um i believe this also happened on monday actually i think the facebook live thing happened on sunday or saturday um but it broke the news on monday (sighs) but there was a breaking news nationwide story because there was yet another school shooting and this time it was a transgender female and she killed and took the life of six people that being three children and three adults all of the adults range from the ages of 60 to 63 and the children the ages of six to nine i believe um completely random and this was a christian school um which it kind of put in my mind not to justify anything that this lady did um but because she is transgender it just brought me the question of you know because she went to a catholic school did they do something to you personally that made you feel a ways and that you feel like you had to come back to the school and seek revenge on these innocent children um like now the adults it's not like i said i'm not justifying but i could understand why you would try to you know come back and claim your revenge but what did the kids have to do with it you know um this woman was 28 years old these kids were six to nine years old what did they have to do with it what did the adults have to do with it it's just a really really sad incident altogether and nobody deserved that 
And then um, another highlight that I want to speak about from this week, because you guys already know, I am incredibly in love with the Lovecraft Country series. It's one of the best series that I've watched so far, and it really broke my heart that HBO did not renew it for a second season. But we all know why they didn't. They can't handle the freaking truth. The flipping goddamn truth. So they decided to cancel it. But if you guys haven't watched that already, please go watch it because it's so insightful and there's a lot of meaning behind it. And I don't want to get too much of it away, but if y'all listen to the, the last episode before this one, then y'all see why wow, I was really in love with it. But um, speaking of Lovecraft Country, Jonathan Majors has been in the headlines this week. And honestly, it caught me off guard. But I wasn't surprised because I feel like whenever people are on a rise up, like out of nowhere, there's always, always, always going to be an instant, especially a man, uh, a black man at that, where they try to get dirt thrown on their name and their whole reputation tarnished, you know, out of nowhere. It almost instantly always happens to every successful black man in the industry or in general but Jonathan Majors was um he was in jail he was since he got arrested um this Sunday for allegedly assaulting um a female now the female is his girlfriend and before y'all even ask yes she is she is a white woman um i don't like this (laughs) i do not like this at all like this man has been in so many movies back to back to back he's been in so many magazine spreads and on the cover he's really been getting his flowers and his time to shine so i'm not even surprised that something like this would happen um especially so soon I'm not surprised at all. But the so-called victim was his girlfriend. And they got into an argument in a taxi over a text, allegedly, from another woman. Um, I guess things escalated from that point, And now he had been arrested on that Sunday. Just a reminder, y'all. It's innocent until proven guilty. Okay? But a lot of people, which I don't like. Actually, actually, let me let me take that back. Um, because a lot of black people, we were, we already hip to it. We already know, you know, what these people be trying to do. And so, and when I say these people, I mean the people that try to attack you and break your reputation and just throw dirt on everything that you worked so hard for. So we automatically was like, uh uh-uh, we need to see the receipts. We need to see the receipts. We're not finna throw this man under the bus. We're not finna tarnish his name just because said things. Um, So I really love our community for that. But um, I just feel like when at one point this shit gets old, you know, and I don't know what her goal was uh, after doing this. Because he got out of jail the next day, of course, you know. he I don't know if he made bail or if they immediately dismissed it. But 
y'all, 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 y'all. In the words of Denzel Washington, the devil comes for you at your highest moment. And Jonathan Majors has been having and been living in his highest moment. And here he here it come, the devil trying to get him. So the girl has already recanted her statement twice, actually. And she's actually in a behavioral facility getting um, the help that she needs because, and as she should, because why the fuck would you sit up here and lie about this man abusing you? Allegedly, she said he strangled her while they were in a taxi. Um, and you know, hi, you know, her feelings were heightened, and I guess she was pissed because Jonathan got a text, and so, and actually, you guys, he is the one who called the cops. He's the one who called the cops. And immediately when they got there, she claimed that he put his hands on her. And, of course, you know, when it, whenever it's these kind of instances when someone is claiming domestic violence, the cops have to make an arrest. It just so happened that with him being a black one, uh, being a black man and her being a white woman, you know, they immediately sided with her and they arrested him. Not even, you know, seeing the facts for what they were. They didn't care. Y'all know how the, these cops are. But I mean, this is why, like, you don't just jump on the bandwagon of any woman who says stuff. Like, I'm not going to dismiss them, but everyone is entitled to due process and, you know, need to allow you, you need to allow these type of things to play out. You have to get the facts before you judge, because now the lady then recanted her statement and the taxi driver, the taxi driver said Jonathan is innocent. He is the uh, witness. And I, I wonder if the police even talked to him while um, this whole thing was transpiring. But the taxi driver said that he was innocent and his lawyers did put out a statement and everything. And they said that he was innocent. Yet, everybody in their mama jumped all over this man. And they quickly jumped on these allegations. And then people even came out from his past to vilify him. Which I hate. Y'all hate to see a black man win. And, and of course, all of these people, or most of these people who came out from his past to speak up or be shady were white people, y'all. So y'all y'all tell me what y'all think of that. But honestly, it's so sad. Like, this is why women don't come forth because situations cause them not to be believed like this. Then you have women like her saying anything to get her way or because she's upset and in her feelings about it with him or like whatever the reason it's just upsetting like men can be sent to jail or killed for accusations just like this and it makes it bad for everyone all the way around so i hope she has some kind of consequence for making a statement like this and trying to ruin his career and like not just get a slap on the wrist because i mean yeah she going to like a behavioral um place to get checked out but like is she is she gonna face any real consequences because and this is just fucked up like and and that's why and that's why like whenever we'd be doing or reporting on these kind of stories I really be careful with using the word allegedly because I don't know how many times we've seen the destruction of a black artist or entertainer or anybody in the uh, 
anybody, anybody black uh, for false allegations. Like me, myself, I'm going to believe it when I see it or like when that person speaks on it themselves or somebody reputable, you know, because it's easy to believe something when it's just one sided. And when the other person is choosing not to speak out. But thankfully, this man got a whole team to back him up, even with all the backlash. And y'all, I even seen that. Um, I think the U.S. Army, they they did uh, some kind of ad or commercial with him that was broadcasted. And they ended up pulling it before this, before anybody could even speak on it. Like, I just feel like that's not fair at all. I don't think that's fair at all. But... This man is blessed beyond measure. Um, I heard that his mom is a pastor. And, you know, I'm pretty sure his family, like, they're, they're making sure that he's protected. But, you guys, he's a father. And I just feel like he's worked very hard and soared through Hollywood quickly. Like, quick, the quickest that I've seen anybody blow up <laughs> in Hollywood ever. Um, like, I, I mean, we've seen this man in back-to-back films. Like, that's really awesome for him. But... You know, I, I I just hope that he keep his head up and he keep on moving forward and doesn't get um, discouraged and that people don't try to immediately make a what's the word? example out of him when they don't even know all the facts behind it, you know? So, yeah. But you can't keep a good brother down. <laughs> you can't keep a black man down. Um. But anyway, moving into something more, mm, I don't know. I was going to say light, but I don't know if this is light. You guys, I had a weird dream last night. Um, I was going down the rabbit hole of TikTok, and I was watching these videos of these people talking about sirens and mermaids and how they're actually evil. I didn't watch like a whirlwind um videos but we're not gonna talk about that uh completely this week i'm still i'm still gathering my data but um i fell asleep while watching one of the videos and y'all tell me what y'all think about this dream i'm still trying to decipher the meaning behind it myself and see how i feel about it i i kind of was scared honestly when i woke up and it's so random. It's so random. I don't even know why these these people was in my dream. Like it's so it's all so random. There's no connection to it in any kind of way. Like I don't know these people. Okay, so my dream starts off like this. I'm at a party. I'm invited to this party, and I'm I'm there with my date. And y'all, guess who my date is? I don't even know why. It's so random. But my date is Devin Haney the boxer and so like we're dancing it's like a um it's kind of like a house party uh it's not that many people in there it's like maybe 15 to 20 people in there and so me and him we're in the living room we're dancing everybody's dancing it's all cool it's a it's a mixture of you know black and white people me and him are dancing we just taking it off and then like he take his shirt off and but he just i guess because he hot um, so he just continued dancing with his shirt off and I'm just like, Oh yeah. Okay. And so, um, I'm on my, this is, uh, this gets explicit guys. I, don't ask me why I had this dream. I don't know. Like I said, I'm still trying to decipher it. 
So I'm on my period and um I'm I'm start cramping. And so I'm like, okay, like let me go to the bathroom and I don't know, I guess change my tampon or something. And but before I can go in the bathroom, I like literally blink and everybody has their clothes off. Everybody got their clothes off. And including me. And so I'm mind you, I have a tampon on before this gets crazy. But when I blink and everybody has their clothes off, including me, my tampon is out. And so I'm just standing there and I'm just bleeding on the floor in front of everybody. It's not like they paying attention to me. They continue dancing, booty butt naked. And there's a baby on the counter. There's like a, a, I don't even, I didn't see the baby, but I know that there was a baby on the counter because I seen this pacifier and this girl, this girl goes over to the island of the counter and she start eating the baby. She was eating it, and all you saw was like it was like her. It's like they was feasting on the baby, the girl and like some other guys, and they were white, and um, they was feasting on the baby, and all you see is like the pacifier. Like this girl has a monstrous mouth. Like it's she's a predator. She has a monstrous mouth, so she almost eats the baby in whole, and she has like these shark-like teeth, and she just bite into the baby. Like, but mind you, I don't see the baby. You know, I don't know how to explain it. I don't see the baby, but I know that she's eating it because I see that the pacifier is hanging out of her mouth after she like takes the last gobble of it. And so I'm freaked out. Mind you, Devin's still dancing. I'm just like, uh, uh-uh, I'm naked. Y'all naked. I'm bleeding on the floor. Like, and I mean, the blood is pouring out of me, y'all. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So then, like these guys they they are like i'm standing up like i get super super tall and like these guys start dancing under me and they're like dancing in my blood and trying to crawl inside of me i'm like a giant so they can fit inside of me if they was to crawl you know so I, at this point i'm just like hell nah and oh i had a friend i came there with the friend outside of uh Devin or like I don't know if I came there with her, but like I recognized her, um, my homegirl. But I I don't know this girl in real life, but uh, she felt familiar in my dream. And she was like kind of tan. I couldn't, I don't really remember like what her face looked like. But so like the guys was dancing in my blood shower. I know this is all sounding crazy and demonic, y'all. Like I said, is I was watching a whole lot of crazy shit on TikTok before I fell asleep. So I guess it was reflected in my dream in a way. But um so I go to the bathroom. I get small again like to my regular size and I run to the bathroom covering my titties and my vagina. I'm just like, uh-uh, and blood. I'm like leaving the blood trail as I'm running into the bathroom. And I go in there and I close the door and I just stand there for a moment trying to catch my breath because I'm so embarrassed I'm and, and I'm confused. I'm like, what the fuck is this turning into? Like, what's happening? And the the girl who I'm familiar with, she comes to the door and she she knocks on there. She's like, hey, it's me. Can I come in? Um, just let me in. So I'm like, okay, like this is somebody that I'm familiar with. Like, you know, I trust you. You can, you can come in here. So I open the door she comes in there and she's saying something to me but I don't know I kind of like zone her out and I'm just looking at her she's so pretty she's beautiful 
And I'm just like, wow, like you're very beautiful. But then like, as I'm looking at her, like y'all know the character Momo, that's what she looked like out of nowhere. It like, it like my, um, my sight goes from blurry to regular blurry to like it's switching, it's switching between the two. And so I'm just like, um, you know, like she looks beautiful, but then at some points I'm seeing her for what she really is, which is the monster. But it's like anytime I see her not like when she's blurry, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Even at one point it wasn't blurry. She still looked beautiful. But then like when it wasn't completely blurry, she looked like the monster Momo. And as I'm looking at her more and more, she coming closer and she puts her hands on my head both of her hands she puts them like to where it's covering my ears and she's just like coming closer and closer and I'm just like what are you doing like why like what I'm just like what are you what the fuck are you doing and that's like when I tell y'all mind y'all I'm I'm, this is a dream I feel a, a weird sensation in my head like I don't know how to explain it. I felt a, a weird sensation in my head, like kind of numbing. Like, I don't know what she did, but I felt it in like real time. And so um, I'm like, stop. I said, stop. And, and, I, and then I woke up when I said stop. And I was so baffled. It's like um, 3.57 in the morning uh, when I look at the clock on my phone. I was just so confused. Like, I was just laying in my bed trying to process what the actual <laughs> fuck I just endured in this dream. And mind you, um, you know, like, I always sleep with amethyst under my pillow um, to protect me from having nightmares or bad dreams or, like, transfer any bad energy from my phone um, to my reality. Um, but I... I had it in my bathroom because uh, I had it in there for like when I whenever I had showers, so I forgot to put it back under my pillow. But whenever I woke up, like even after I woke up from the dream, I was just laying there trying to process everything that happened because I was so baffled. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Maybe my spirit guides, they woke me up because they was like, hey, um, this is I don't know if they were trying to give me some type of warning or protect me from seeing anything else crazy or if, if somebody was trying to you know spiritually attack me in my dream and you know they my spirit guys intervened I, uh, y'all I'm baffled and I don't know I don't know how to feel about it it's crazy I never dreamed nothing like that um it was kind of scary honestly and it was pitch black in my room when I woke up and I was just like you know, I was scared. And even now, I'm feeling this wave of emotion. It's making me kind of emotional. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why. Um, but then also, like I said, <laughs> um, I'm on my period in real time, too. <laughs> I feel like that has something to do with the way that I'm feeling as well. Um, I've just been having, like, a, 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 a wave of emotions going on um like some really intense feelings and been having some like emotional breakthroughs and like 
I don't know. I'm just really trying to open my heart to this energy and my experiences to deepen the levels of my empathy and compassion in my relationships because I feel like in a way that's one of the messages that spirit is trying to tell me but I don't know (laughs) I don't know I'm sorry things got a little I don't know y'all tell me if I'm overthinking that or like what y'all take from that I really don't know how to feel about it you know but yeah anywho before we get into um my favorite segment am I overthinking or what I did want to um just for a little bit talk about the soul movie um from Disney y'all I rewatched it today um it's actually one of my favorite movies um but the reason that I watched it is because well well like the reason that I rewatched it was because um I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, you know, like, I really, I really love the message of soul, which I personally feel like it has a plethora of different messages. One being by where our souls actually go when we cross into the other side. And, um, y'all actually learned that, um, the moon actually is the soul. Sancha, Ida, Collector. But that's not the message that we're going to be talking about today. The message that we're going to be talking about is that life has meaning that goes beyond personal ambition and how it's so easy to become a lost soul, which is an important message to me because I feel like that's something that I'm still learning to um, and, and involve in my my everyday life and like not to forget because I do get overwhelmed with everyday life and my goals and where I'm gonna be or what I'm trying to achieve like sometimes I do forget to just like live in the moment when you take the time to enjoy the pleasure of simply being then you realize like the wonderful reminder that it gives you of what life really means and the miracle and joy behind it I feel like we as people especially me We get so caught up in accomplishing this and achieving our goals uh, sometimes that, you know, we forget to stop and smell the roses and enjoy shit for what it really is. We neglect ourselves and don't live in the now. And that's why I said that's something that me personally, I've been working on, but I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at it. I'm slowly but surely starting to remember every day how important it is to take take a step back from hustling and trying to achieve my goals for you know my life to be exactly where I want it and to just stop and breathe and appreciate the present moment and the moment that I'm currently in and to celebrate every opportunity whether it's good or bad because it means I'm fortunate enough to experience life and I really do appreciate that and I do my best to stop and give thanks to spirit or my ancestors or God whenever I can because I don't want them to think that at any given moment that I take any of this for vain because I know that I'm blessed and I'm very lucky. But like I said, it's just so easy to get wrapped up in everyday things, especially when you try to put yourself on a time frame and things aren't working out 
within that time frame, you're just like, oh, I have to get X, Y, D, I have to get X, Y, Z done, or this isn't done yet, and I'm already here. Like, it's just so easy to become obsessed with following our passions above all else. But we need to remind ourselves that there is more to life than just one thing. Like, to only focus on our passion can isolate us from the rest of the world. Which kind of brings me back to the message of the movie. Like, it's very easy for us to become lost souls when we're devoted to an all-encompassing drive where nothing else has meaning. So, yeah, like, pursue your passion, but don't forget that there are other great things in your life that need to be cherished and valued as well. And don't take them for granted because you can, just like in the movie, they show you. All of that can easily be taken away. And then what have you what do you have to show for it? Because you, you didn't have no time to cherish those things. Cause you were so focused, you were in drive mode. And it's nothing wrong being like in drive mode and you know, having your goals and trying to have everything in check. But if it was all taken away from you right now, what do you what what would you say? If God took you off this earth right now, you were in the position of that man in the movie. But anywho, I'm not going to talk y'all's head off for too much longer. It's time to get into my favorite segment of the show. Am I overthinking or what? And the first question comes from Amaka or Ameka. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. But she says, should boundaries exist between friends or am I overthinking things? Um, I definitely don't think that you're overthinking this. Boundaries should definitely be set against friends boundaries should be set with anybody because it's a simple and clear way of letting other people you know including your friends know what you are and aren't okay with so setting healthy and effective boundaries can help you to look after yourself by protecting your personal space as well as your mental oh, i can't talk right now y'all but as well as your mental health and well-being creating boundaries with the friendship allows you both to set out what you want and expect from each other but it doesn't mean that you have to say yes to every single request that they make especially if it's something that makes you feel uncomfortable but it can make it feel like easier to speak up when you're feeling hurt or like me personally i i get overwhelmed with a lot of situations but um like if you feel hurt overwhelmed offended taken for granted etc blah 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 but i don't know me personally I just think like dealing with our own lives can be overwhelming enough because you got your family issues, work, financial worries, whatever. Like, so it's easy to feel like you got enough to deal with and aren't in the correct headspace to take on somebody else's problems. So prioritizing your own needs is very important. And as a true friend, I think they would understand like if you let them know properly what you're dealing with too and just how much attention or time or help you can give them in in that time frame um it's kind of like a a temporary a temporary boundary can help them to understand that you would usually be there for them but right now is not the best time so like if you feel an overwhelmed that's you know that's a, a a good time to set a boundary also if things are feeling like unbalanced because sometimes in our friendships we can become unbalanced if it's like um your friend is always coming to you with problems or when they're feeling down but you don't feel the same level of support or stability like when you go to them that can be a sign that something needs to change so setting boundaries around what you expect from that relationship 
or what you would like to hear from them about good news as well or bad you know that you letting them know that you'd like to feel supported and that uh them letting you know that they have time for you when they're struggling too can help but there are issues you feel uncomfortable talking about and so it's it's okay to have deal breaker issues um, that you won't compromise on or discuss but sometimes we still want to keep our friends despite our different views on big issues so if you find yourself feeling frustrated or exhausted or uncomfortable talking about certain things with your friend um, like like even me and Asia like we it's, it's certain things that like you know uh like we we would keep uh, we would keep not to ourselves but like wouldn't speak about actually i think that's false because we talk about like a lot of shit <laughs> we're, we're we're very transparent with each other but i think like i don't know i'm pretty sure there's some things that she wouldn't feel comfortable talking about to me just like there's some things that even though i can't think of it right now that i wouldn't feel comfortable about talking about to her but yeah um yeah to answer that person's question you you're not you're not overthinking it setting boundaries is definitely a must in your friendships or i mean not even just your friendships in any kind of relationship but we're gonna go to the next question this question comes from kamira am i overthinking or what sometimes interacting with people is scary for me either i'm afraid they dislike me for talking too much or i'm afraid they won't respond slash interact with me then i feel guilty for trying to interact with them um i feel where you're coming from um because sometimes i feel like that or like not necessarily i'm scared to interact with them but i feel like i'm being an annoying person i don't know like i always feel like i'm being annoying for some reason even even if like that's not the case it's just it's just i don't know i be in my head a lot so i definitely feel where you're coming from but i feel like we all we all um have this moment at sometimes especially like if you're just starting somewhere new or you're going to a new setting like a job or a school especially school when you're stepping into a new class and a new school in general you ain't never met nobody and you just want to interact with them but you're scared they may not like you for whatever reason and whole time if you just take that leap you never know you know my mom always tell me nothing beats a failure but a try um i don't think you're overthinking it though i really don't because i be feeling like that too i think a lot of people be feeling like that i think that's normal um but to for you to feel guilty when they like reject you or don't interact or respond that doesn't have shit to do with you and everything to do with them so definitely do not beat yourself up about it because at least you tried but um i think we're gonna continue that question when asia gets back because that's a that's a good question but the next question comes from um an, an anonymous person she she or he says i put my foot in my mouth yesterday trying to decide am i overthinking and making it a thing when it wasn't or do i need to take accountability and acknowledge it to the person who may have been hurt well first of all i need a little bit more context here hmm. Hmm. Me. Hmm. 
put your foot in your mouth yesterday trying to decide and rethinking and everything on your tongue. Mm. Just off of this, I think you do need to acknowledge it. I don't know too much about where you're coming from, but just off this little message that she's saying, I think you do need to acknowledge it. There's no such thing as too much ownership. So just address it. If it wasn't a big deal, then they would say so. But it sounds like you having an analysis paralysis, sweetie. <laughs> so, yeah, just acknowledge it. Mm. But I need more context. Please come back with more context. Please. Thank you. Um, next question comes from... Oh, this is the last question. Comes from Chloe. She says, why am I always so anxious and overthinking about things that could go wrong? It's as if my brain has imprinted that I don't deserve happiness. First of all, you do deserve happiness and all the best. It's going to be okay. I promise. Um, But I definitely feel where you're coming from with that. Um, Me, I've been working on... I'm sorry. Am I inserting myself too much in this? Y'all, let me know. <laughs> but I'm answering. I'm trying to answer y'all's question with like the the best of my knowledge and like with a little bit of my own personal experience, if that makes sense. I hope I don't sound crazy. But me personally, I feel like I always try to think good good things. Um, but sometimes, honestly, I can't help the negative. Even though it's like in the far, far back of my head and my mind, I still can't help but to have like a single negative thought or not even a negative thought, but like a curiosity or a, a, a doubt, a doubt. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. A doubt when I get something good happening to me, it's always like, like, damn, or or just be like, this too good to be true or like, do I deserve this or is so-and-so really like the type of person that they say they are is this really what it is so i definitely feel where you come come from with that and just like me yeah you are overthinking it don't don't be questioning the good things don't don't question it just accept it for what it is just like we were talking about with the damn soul movie <laughs> live and enjoy and experience and feel it don't question it or try not to i know you can't help but to be anxious and overthink about if something could go wrong or if you deserve it or if this is a a trap or whatever but just accept it for what it is you deserve happiness you deserve joy you deserve all that shit take it lock it in experience it but that brings me to the end of this episode you guys of course i'm gonna close you out with a daily affirmation because who would i be if i didn't close you out with an affirmation so today's affirmation is never forget how much love exists in and around you already even if you've been having trouble loving yourself everything comes in waves a life not spent at war with yourself does exist i'll catch you guys in the next episode in season two don't forget to subscribe to our channel and send us in your am i overthinking or what questions via instagram twitter our cell phone number anyway that you see fit we love hearing from y'all and i'll catch you in the next episode bye